Hi, friends. I'm Karuna. I'm the founder and executive director for Mind Oasis. And this is a special edition of Meditation Happy Hour, Tea, Talk, and Truth with Karuna, my podcast. Typically, I have guests, and today you just get me. It is uh, the eve before Christmas Eve, and I am actually in retreat. I'm in my meditation space right here. It's beautifully decorated with roses and offerings and all the things that are beautiful and important to me. And I decided to come out of retreat for a couple of hours uh, to share something that's been coming up for me again and again as I've gotten quiet and gotten um, a little more introspective about 2020. I also uh, took a peek at the news. I've been watching what's going on with the stimulus package um, and things like that. And so I saw two things um, that got me really thinking about this year and what can be helpful. So the first was that I saw California is just a mess in terms of the number of people who have COVID. And I also saw that in the UK, there are um, there's mutations that are happening more quickly and in a different way than other mutations of COVID in the past. 2020 is nearing a close and it has been in my lifetime, one of the most difficult years um, collectively that I think most of us have experienced. I experienced my mom's death at a very young age when I was 25. Um, I've been divorced. I've lost friends. I've lost lovers um, to disease. So much like you, I've had and experienced many losses and difficult times in my life. I've gone through uh, periods of depression. But I think collectively, I can say unequivocally, 2020 as a globe, as a humanity, as a collective experience has been the most challenging in my lifetime. And I'm 45, so that's been since 1975. Now, some people who have gone through World War II and other times like that, they may disagree. Um, so this is just based on my experience. So I'm the founder of, of Mind Oasis and Mind Oasis is an online meditation community. And we actually started in 2017, long before the pandemic and long before everybody was on Zoom, we were on Zoom um, offering classes and opportunities to meditate in a group, regardless where in the world you were. So somehow through a one month long retreat, I had the foresight um, to know that something was coming down the pike and that we would need to be able to connect in new ways, in innovative ways, in ways that perhaps we hadn't thought we would need to connect in the past, i.e. online and not touching and not breathing on one another. So what helps? What helps when things get rough? And the phrase Joyeur Noel comes to mind. Joyful Noel. And these are words that I've said. I was brought up in a Christian home. I've said these words and I've sung the beautiful song Noel, the first Noel, many a time. And I think of the joyar as uh, joyful, as this joyful greeting.
while the French get credit for this beautiful phrase that means Merry Christmas, um, if you go back a little bit further, uh, in Hebrew, the idea of Noel is born of God. And in Latin, the word nasi, I apologize in advance if that's not how you say it, N-A-S-C-I, nasi, nasi, means to be born. And so when I took a peek at those two words, to be born and to be of joy, I started to think about the um, teachings that I've received that have been so helpful for me over this past year. One of the things that... Um, I think is really helpful from the start is an acknowledgement that 2020 has sucked. There are a lot of teachers out there who I've heard say things like, well, life is always difficult. There are always challenges. And I think that that is partially true. I would agree with that partially. Life can be very difficult and we have our ups and we have our downs and we have everything in between. However, I think it's important um, to acknowledge the intensity of difficulties in 2020. Even if you haven't personally been affected by COVID-19, meaning you haven't been sick and you haven't lost someone to the disease, certainly you have friends who have. Certainly you have friends who have lost their tío, that have lost their abuela, who have lost someone in their life that's important to them, a friend gone too soon. And if you haven't experienced a friend who's had that loss, have you experienced a friend who's lost their livelihood, their ability to bring food home, their ability to work? Yes, maybe they've received unemployment. Maybe they're in a country where they've received money to stay home. Wouldn't that be nice? But it isn't as if their life hasn't been affected. And if you haven't experienced either of those scenarios, then I wonder if you've been affected in your ability to hug your grandchild or to simply walk into the grocery store without having to remember your mask. Or if you're immune compromised to not have to worry about whether or not the person that you're six feet apart from could be ill and could get you ill from something that you can't recover from. Or maybe you just haven't been able to travel and travel's either your work or your fun. I find it hard to believe that there's anyone left on earth that hasn't been affected by COVID in some way, shape or form. So there is this mm, acknowledgement. There's an acknowledgement that's asking us to see the darkness of the times that we live in and the possibility that 2021, at least for the first half, may not be much better. In fact, it may be quite a bit worse. And that's what really inspired me to share this teaching with you. The invitation that's here for us this year in particular is to actually look within. To look within for the lightness, for the light for the joy. It's asking us to allow something to be born within each of us. It is only through this acknowledgement of the darkness that the lightness can shine. Rumi says, it's only through the wound 
that light comes in. And Leonard Cohen, the musician says, there is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. If you gaze up at the sky, which, right, we have this kind of interesting conjunction that looks, makes it look like we have a star of David in the sky. You can only see that when it's dark. What is 2020 calling to us to acknowledge, to see the light in? And I'm going to suggest that it is our shared experience. And there is great power in understanding our shared experience. And through this isolation, to actually feel into our connectivity. So there's a lot of dichotomy in what I'm saying, but isn't it true that the pandemic, the disease itself is only made possible through the connectivity of us as humans? Isn't it also true that when you look at your isolation and feel into the isolation of others, that there is a shared experience? And I'm going to posit that before 2020, before the pandemic, Many of us were running around feeling like we were just doing our own thing, our own game. We were trying to survive for us, 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 me, 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 especially in the West. It's all about me. And I think our opportunity in this moment, especially now, especially if things are going to get harder, is to take a good, long, hard peek at how we actually are similar and how there is this collective experience that we can use to find the joy. So in the tradition that I study in Tibetan Buddhism, there is a paramita called sympathetic joy, which is sort of like, mm, let's say a way of being in the world. It's a way, it's a lens by which to, to move through life. And sympathetic joy isn't, I feel happy no matter what. It's feeling this great joy in being of benefit to others. We delight in others' well being. So to me, the essence, a joyal Noel, joyous Noel, the invitation of what we're, we could be born into in 2021 is the ability to move from our own experience, the isolation, the I can't believe this is happening to me mindset into if this is happening to me, my goodness, it must be happening to others. And how can I be of benefit to others having the same shared experience? And by leaning into that, if you are feeling lonely, sad, tired, exhausted, completely the F over it, like most of us, there is this window, this door of opportunity 
that you can lean into by extending yourself to be of benefit to others. What do people like me need? Maybe they just need a little break. Maybe I'm going to drive just a little less aggressively. Maybe I'm going to give a little bit more. Maybe I'm going to remember the poor, the forgotten, the imprisoned, the shut-ins, the healthcare workers. Maybe I'm going to pick up a hobby that isn't all about me, but can be of benefit to other humans. This is the joy. This is the joy in the joy of Noel. And the Noel is to be born again. It doesn't matter if you're 20 or if you're 80 or if you're 108. With each breath, there is the invitation to be born anew, to be of benefit, to extend the idea of empathetic joy, to delight in others' well-being. So then the question is, well, how the hell do you do that? We practice. And so I'd like to share a practice with you. You can take a good seat. A good seat does not mean that you have to be on a meditation cushion. It might mean that you're sitting on a chair at a desk. It could mean that you're lying back in a barca lounger. It could mean that you are lying in bed listening, which is just wonderful, especially if you can stay awake. Your job is to listen to my voice and just allow it to guide you. Begin by closing your eyes and take three cleansing breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. And just start by noticing how you're feeling physically today. See if there's any spot in your body that can relax even 10%, maybe behind the knees, your forehead, your jaw. Feel the air on your skin and notice any sound in your room other than my voice. Just allow your mind to wander around a bit and notice your surroundings and notice your inner landscape. Take one more of those cleansing breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. And just imagine yourself sitting in front of a campfire and make it juicy, make it a place you love. The temperature is perfect. Let's go ahead and make it dark so that the fire is nice and bright. 
And then you'll bring a couple of people in front of you, people you love, family, friends, loved ones. They're enjoying the fire too. Draw in a few people you see in the neighborhood, maybe someone at the grocery store. You don't really know them. Bus driver, maybe someone walking their dog. Bring those folks in too. And then bring in a person or two that you sort of struggle with. Maybe a boss at work who isn't nice or someone who's been a little off-putting. Bring them in too and see them enjoying the fire. And then just for a moment, acknowledge. Acknowledge something about 2020 that's been particularly difficult for you. And try to make it specific to you. If it's the loneliness or isolation, or if it's the frustration, fear around finances, whatever it is, and just completely acknowledge it. Acknowledge that this thing has been so hard this year. And you might also acknowledge what has been so difficult about it specifically. Fear, anxiety, sadness, whatever it is. And then you might imagine your friends and the people you don't really know and kind of that difficult person, what you think has been difficult for them. You might know, and for some you might have to guess. And when you're ready, when you're ready to let that go, when you're let, ready to be done with it, you can throw it into the fire, the fear, the anxiety, the stress, the rumination, the loneliness, the isolation, whatever it might be, the anger, frustration, Throw that part into the fire and see the fire blaze. And then you're going to allow that flame to get smaller and smaller and smaller until it's just a tiny little flame and you're going to bring that tiny little flame into your heart, knowing it's there for you anytime when the feelings arise, 
when the desperation arises, when the anxiety, the sadness, the depression, whatever it might be, the frustration, you have this flame in your heart, this light within that can burn it up anytime. Now take another one of those cleansing breaths. And begin to imagine more people around this campfire. Throwing in their problems, their frustrations, the wounds, the difficulties. And the fire grows again. In fact, see if you can feel the whole globe throwing these difficulties, these sufferings, these common shared experiences into this flame, this campfire that you've created. And when it's exhausted, when the people are exhausted and done, allow the campfire to begin to slowly go out. And you're sitting together in the darkness and you look up at the sky. And as you look up at the sky, you see all the stars, all the planets. It's a blanket above you. And it's the same blanket for everyone else. And you look up and you see a very bright star. Pick one. And on this star, you're going to make a wish. Something to be born in 2021, something to be born within you. What does your heart long for? What is your wish? And then allow this wish to sprinkle everyone like stardust. May your heartfelt desire be felt by everyone else on earth too, whether you like them, don't like them, or don't know them at all. And feel great joy in your heart space. Draw your attention to your heart space and feel great joy, bliss, happiness. May all beings experience this heartfelt wish.
Stay here for just a moment more. Feeling the shared experience of disappointment and then feeling the shared experience of a great heart's desire of whatever is calling to you to be reborn. Knowing you have this flame in your heart to help with the difficult things and knowing you have the stars in the sky upon which to share these things. This shared common human experience filled with joy, filled with sorrow. And if you'd like, you can place a hand over your heart space. And we'll just take a moment here to dedicate the merit of our practice to all beings, especially those who are forgotten. People in prison, people who are poor, people who are shut in, people who are homeless. May all beings be happy and free. May all beings experience joy in its causes. And when all of this feels good and complete for you, slowly, gently, coming back into your space. Friends, this year at Mind Oasis, we created a new vision, connecting a compassionate global community. And on my walk today, I was thinking about how this isn't my vision. This isn't the vision of Mind Oasis, really. This is the vision of humanity. How can we connect as a compassionate global community? And one of the ways that we do that is through our practices. And one of the ways we do that is through meditation. So my invitation to you is to join us on mindoasis.org. We have a lot of free programs, not the least of which is community meditation. It's offered every single day, several times a day with a live teacher, other community members. You will get to know people all over the world, mindoasis.org. And you just go to um, community meditation and you sign up and it's free. Have a joyal Noel and thank you for joining me today.